0: They're the convenience boys. They're the convenience boys. They're the convene. They're the convene. They're the convene. they the convenient boys. Welcome
1: to the Convenience Boys podcast, where my friend Mike and I share the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, we do a lightning round of convenience. Then we take a look at the scoreboard and share our winners and losers from the new items this week Including an entire bento box packed into an onigiri Then Mike heads to Gemba to talk McDonald's 50th anniversary Now let's head off to the
0: boys. Hey Mike Hey Matt, how's it going? It's going great, you know. I had a good week,
1: Mike. I've started boxing actually. Got a oh. uh, Oculus headset, so Facebook can follow me everywhere I go in virtual reality. <laughs> but uh, picked up a little boxing game, and I'll tell you what, I've been going. Uh, I've been burning the callos in the ring. So uh, yeah, I mean, I might uh, might be looking at some six pack abs in time for uh, <laughs> my niece's uh, second year birthday pool party in a few weeks Ooh. so
0: yeah anyway how are things down in kudo bay yeah things are good actually yeah speaking of the boxing app you know i'm getting these alerts you know we're linked up here on our uh, apple watches and sometimes i get these alerts matt closed three rings it's oh, been yeah. happening a lot recently and uh, i saw the tag sure boxing and i thought mm-hmm. whoa mm-hmm. So I'm glad to hear that you're uh, you're getting pumped up. Um, yeah, things are good here. Got my first shot of the Ooh. coronavirus vaccine. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Feeling great. Um, had a little golf outing with my father-in-law oh, yeah. last week, which went okay. As I told you, I had a, a huge meltdown spiraled into a <laughs> pit of uh, darkness. But um, in general, I had a good time and... Um, Yeah, man, just uh, glad to be talking conbini with you here today, my friend. All
1: right, so uh, as usual, Mike, we got a lot to cover, so uh, let's just jump right into it. We're going to mix things up a little bit here for our lead story this week. No big news, no big campaigns coming out of the conbini. By the way, conbini, come on, last big campaign was like the Nice Cheese Grand Prix in July 2020. Come yeah. on, let's, uh, let's pick it up with the cool campaigns, mm-hmm. although last week we had the uh, Frappuccino. By the way, to our listeners, I'm sorry I uploaded the wrong podcast then re-uploaded the podcast <laughs> with the same exact name, so nobody knows the correct one to listen to. So I do apologize for that. It's the one with the 47-minute duration, okay? Yeah. yeah. Not sure how that... We're doing some pretty intense, robust Toyota-style problem-solving on that right now. I got an A3 going. Don't worry about it. Never happened again. All right. Anyway, <laughs> this week, lead story. Okay, Mike, we got four stories. We're going to bang out real quick. First one up mm-hmm. here. Um, we talked about this about a year ago. Seven Eleven Japan has acquired Speedway. Speedway is a, a gas station with convenience stores in the United States, 293 locations across the U.S., including one down the street from me in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Now it's going through the
0: antitrust thing. FTC's taking a look at it. But um, any thoughts on, on this news here, Mike? Yeah, I'm just really excited. Um, it looks like 7-Eleven now owns 14,000 properties in the United States. Um, hmm. I know that they're sort of running them in American, you know, style. Um, but I really hope that at some point they really bring that spirit of the Japanese convenience over to the United States. I think um, you know, with fourteen thousand stores, you know, they have a chance to sort of experiment a little. So that's sort of what I'm looking forward to
1: yeah i want to see you know japanese management really move in bed to america turn this whole ship around here you know i can't be going into a convenience store and you know just seeing beef jerky and that's the only attractive item and maybe some (laughs) sour patch kids i want to see a more robust selection a hot nice hot box you know a whole suite of awesome cool beverages canned cocktails etc so Looking forward to seeing what uh, 7-Eleven can do here with uh, with uh, Speedway. Actually, yeah. I'm wrong. That's actually uh, 3,800 stores. It says here that Speedway has oh, yeah. across the United States. That's a big. That's a big deal. Um, yeah. All right, on to the next story here, Mike. This one, uh, gosh, this one's a sad tale here. There's yeah. been a decline and in train snack purchases what that means is when you hop on the old shinkansen you have a uh, train agent wheel around a snack cart Mm -hmm. and uh, as a passenger you can pick up you know a beverage a bento uh, or a snack and i guess sales are in decline recently here mike uh, what's your reaction to this
0: yeah and it's it seems like they're saying that the decline is because of the combini. Oh. Mm, um mm, you know mm. uh this is sort of a tough subject for us. We love the combini. We love new days. You know, we love the sort of the combinis that are Uh, you know, specific to train stations, but I think that they have to be careful here. Um, One of the great experiences of riding Japanese trains, especially the Shinkansen's, you get on there, that cart comes around, you know, maybe Mm. twice or, you know, two or three times while you're on the train. And that's always an exciting moment. Hey, let me get a beer, let me get a coffee, let me get a bento. Um, So, you know, I, I know they took a hit because of the, you know, the coronavirus and I hope that doesn't knock them out because, yeah, it's a special part of Japanese uh, um, culture for sure.
1: Yeah, and I would recommend, hey, no reason to not double up here, everybody. Hit the konbini, yeah. no doubt about it. In fact, triple up. Hit the kombini, hit the uh, ekiben shop, and then oh. top yourself off. Mm-hmm. With the mm-hmm. snack cart on the train, you know this yeah. is a whole experience, ladies and gentlemen, and you yeah. want to make the most of it. So, uh, yeah, don't uh, don't feel like you got to choose. It's not an it's not an either or situation. This is if there ever was an and situation, this this would be it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, support the snack carts, everybody, and load up. No doubt. All right, Mike. Next story here. We got um, gosh another local conveni. ...is on the verge of being swallowed up by a big three convenience. In this case, mm-hmm. Lawson has entered into a strategic alliance with a conveni called Asnas, mm-hmm. which I had never heard of before, but this is a no. conveni exclusive to Osaka, and even more niche than that, Mike, they locate their stores only inside of train stations or near train stations... In mm-hmm. Osaka, so you'll see them at like Umeda places like that. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, they've they've suffered over the course of the pandemic, and they've entered yep. into an alliance with Lawson to mm-hmm. try to uh, keep things alive. Gosh, uh, mm-hmm. what's your reaction here, Mike?
0: Um. Yeah. Uh, this one's a little tough, as you can see. I'm you know here visiting Poplar today, um, and Poplar also. <laughs> Has pretty much, it seems, been uh, devoured by Lawson, Um, and uh, you know, uh, we have a couple conveniences that we love from the past that were devoured as well. Um, Sunks Circle and Circle K, yeah, and you know it's not something I like. I like the variety, the variety, um, even though you know I think Lawson will do do them well, and um, it'd be interesting to see Lawson, you know, specifically the train station. That is something I'm excited about. But um, you know, it's always, you always feel a little bit sad to see uh, these local convenies go down. Yeah, and if uh, the executive team thinks this is actually
1: a strategic alliance. Um, <laughs> I got a bridge to sell them because <laughs> let me tell you how this is going to go. Next year, it's going to be Lawson mm-hmm. in Humeda Station. There will be no ASNAS. So, um, wow. Another another small guy bites the dust here, Mike. Yep. All right. Last story uh, coming out of the conveni here, Mike. This mm-hmm. one actually, um, I'd say it's a bit of good news here. Yeah. Uh, plastic utensils will no longer be freely given out at the conveni beginning spring 2022. This is uh, part of a nationwide effort to reduce plastic waste in Japan.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on this one, Mike? I think it's great. You know, I'm I when they first rolled out that um, that uh, plastic bags were going to be, uh, you would have to purchase them. I was a little skeptical. I thought it was going to ruin the experience of the conveni Everybody adapted quickly, and I mean, like I'd say, pretty much nobody buys plastic bags anymore. And Matt, you know, we, we got to take care of our of our world. You know, right now yeah. we've got what we got the ocean on fire. We got like Literally 120 on degree temperatures up in Canada. Things are things are out of whack, Mac, and um, out of whack, Mac, and we got to um, <laughs> we got to take care of our of our, our planet. So I'm I'm super excited about this, and um, yeah, seems like a great uh, great thing. Couldn't agree more.
1: Yeah, it was hot as hell here in Massachusetts last week. It was 118 degrees in Seattle, like you're saying, Mike. It was like 120 in Canada. That doesn't make any sense. The world is absolutely melting, and. Uh, Yeah, the least we can do is uh, pay for a plastic spoon to eat our uh, microwave Doria in our Prius before taking a nap or trudging back to a job that, you know, puts us on the brink every evening, okay? (laughs) All right. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, couldn't agree more with the move there. So, um, anyway, that wraps up. A sort of lightning round segment of news here at the Uh Mm -hmm. Hopefully we'll have a little bit more, something robust to talk about next week, a little bit more campaign. The Olympics are coming up, ladies and gentlemen. You're telling me there can't be an
0: Olympic campaign at the Conveni right now? Yeah. God willing, we'll see that in the next week or two. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, all right, Matt, it's good. I will say it was good to, like, you know, that was one of our first staple, uh, little segments was the news so it was good to get back but i agree we need we need some campaigns come on we need we mm-hmm. need some action everybody so um all right matt well with that we're going to head over to the Chicky wars but unfortunately matt this week we got nada so we're just going to jump right ahead to the scoreboard and i'm going to hit you with the numbers matt family mart 47 items lawson 41 7 81 mini stop 28 Daily Yamazaki 6, Seiko Mart 8, New Days 17. Your thoughts? Yeah, I guess Family Mart 7-Eleven taking a dip this week.
1: Uh, You rarely see 7-Eleven in the 80s, never mind the low 80s. I don't know if that's the summer heat that's getting to them. Who -hmm. knows what's going on there. I expect them to break out again next week. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. Mini Stop—they really play. If you were to map a control chart for new items at Mini Stop, it would be pretty damn tight between 26 and 28 items. They hit that every damn week. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, otherwise, no. It seems like uh, everybody's playing sort of right in their
0: wheelhouses. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's it for the scoreboard. All right, Matt. Well, um, in that case, let's just let's just move right along then. Head over to our winners and losers for the week. As always, we pick up something that we like, something that we don't really like. Um, And uh, yeah, this week, Matt, let's go to you first for your loser. So Matt, what are we looking at here?
1: Yeah, Mike, this is out of 7-Eleven. We're looking at a a chilled single cucumber hole. And speaking of plastic, Mike, this thing looks like uh it it's sitting in its own studio apartment here. Okay, you could fit a couch and a TV in that open area of that plastic bag. This is ridiculous. Um you know, I thought how dumb could this be? You got a you got a whole cucumber wrapped in enough plastic to choke a dolphin pod. But um it's actually not it's actually not a fresh cucumber. This is a pickled cucumber here, mm-hmm. Mike. This mm-hmm. is uh it's a pickled cucumber, and what I don't like about this, it's whole, and yeah. when I get my, my uh, in Japanese, the word for, for like pickled side, it's uh, tsukemono, which is fantastic, mm-hmm. pairs superbly oh, yeah. with rice. When I get my tsukemono, I want it sliced up, especially from the convenience. Yep. I don't want to buy a whole cucumber and then go home. And then mm-hmm. slice it up. I want it ready to go. So I really don't understand the utility of this item. And again, there's so much plastic around this single cucumber. You know, yeah. this should be a, this should be a, a crime. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's my loser for this week, Mike.
0: Yeah, Matt. Um, as soon as I saw this, I just started laughing because yeah, this is um, this is weird. Actually, I think if it was a fresh cucumber, that'd be better because maybe that would be nice to eat just whole. Um, a pickled cucumber, yeah, you don't want to just bite this like a, you know, like a, like a, I don't know, like a popsicle stick or something. This is very strange. Um, like you said, you want these things cut, um, and so I don't know why they couldn't have just, you know, cut it up for us like they normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not exactly sure how they want us to eat this. Um, and like you said, this plastic, that is grotesque. We were just talking about you know, the planet is pretty much exploding as we as we speak. Um, and so I think if they are they're gonna you know cut down on the utensils, they also need to cut down a little bit on this packaging. This is a little bit too much outrageous. All right, Matt, well, going on to my loser this week. Um, Matt, this is a uh... all right, what have we got here? This that is the Mentai right. Nordy Ben. Nori ben is like the the seaweed bento. It's a it's a famous style of bento where you have like a sheet of um, of nori seaweed on top of rice, and then you have a bunch of like ingredients on top of it. This is um, this is that, but it's an onigiri mat. Um, so let me tell you what's in this onigiri or onigiri sand. They're calling it a sand um, sand musubi. So Matt, what we've got in here—it's a—it's a onigiri, and inside you have rice, of course. Then you have fried fish. You've got a chikuwa ten. You've got karaage, which is um, fried chicken, and you've got tamagoyaki, which is like a, uh, which is like an egg, um, scrambled egg. Um, Matt, you know, I like all these ingredients. I love some uh, nori ben, but. Mm-hmm. This is just a disaster waiting to happen right here. Like, can, how does this work? You got fried chicken, you got fried fish in there. You take a bite. I imagine everything just sort of like falls out of it. Falls there, out, you know? yeah. Um, The price is nice, I guess, for all these things. You know, they got the picture here. This little guy is sort of trying to gobble all this up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in English, fish, chicken, egg, and spicy cod roe onigiri from New Day's as well, new so days. it's good to see new days, but unfortunately, on the the loser here, yeah, Matt, um, this just seems a little bit too much for me, and does not seem suited to a single onigiri. I don't, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, Mike, I had a hard time figuring out exactly what this was until you said
1: onigiri. It does look <laughs> like uh a, like a cubist interpretation of an onigiri. <laughs> there are shapes. I see them but they're all kind of mixed and mashed up. I see the chikuwa poking out of there like a snorkel. Then mm-hmm. I I guess that's a piece of fried fish next to it. <sighs> I see yeah, the egg salad in there. I can't imagine um yeah, like you said, first bite you're looking at an explosion. And new yeah. days, there that's a train station convenience, so presumably right. you're eating this on the go. You're sitting down at your train your 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 seat there. You bite into Mm -hmm. this bad boy, the person next to you, they might want to duck and cover because uh, (laughs) who knows what's going to be flying out at them. This is, this is ridiculous. The price, too, it's a little suspicious that you get all that food Mm -hmm. for the equivalent of uh, $3. That
0: is, uh, that is quite a price there. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, man. I, I don't know. I, good good effort, but um just tone oh man, it down. You could a bit. you could tie that thing to a chain and anchor a freaking oil tanker. <laughs> that
1: thing. That's ridiculous.
0: All right, Matt, so enough for the losers. Let's go on to our winners this week. We're going yep. first to you and what do we got here? Hey guys. Yeah, Mike. We're at Family Mart here. We're talking
1: ice cream. We did a whole episode on ice cream a couple weeks ago. This is the Choco Ball Ice. Okay, Mike? Everybody knows the Morinaga Choco Ball. It's got the peanut inside. Here we got the the Morinaga Choco Ball chocolate shell stuffed with vanilla ice cream. It's got a chocolate-covered peanut inside, Mike. Hey, I'd be popping these like a 1950s mom raising five kids who was just (laughs) prescribed Xanax, okay? (laughs) These, I got to say, Mike, these are reminiscent of the absolutely legendary Snickers ice cream bar, which, by the way, oh. I, I cannot find anywhere. I don't think a coordinated unit of uh, CIA, Mossad, and MI6 agents could hunt down a Snickers ice cream bar in Cambridge right now. It's driving me, driving me nuts. Okay. So, okay. Just to kind of really hammer it home, this is kind of like a leveled up version of Pinot, I thought. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Pinot, of course, the the chocolate shell uh, stuff with the the ice cream there. You know, it's kind of like an RPG character that leveled <laughs> up, and you pick peanut in your in your skill tree. And I'll tell you what, Mike, you get two more, one or two more levels, and you pick caramel sauce. Oh, buddy, as your next skill there. Then you're talking about bite size popping pills of little Snickers ice cream bars there. <laughs> And a lifetime for me, if that ever comes out.
0: Oh, man. Um, Wow, man. Um, Yeah, I got it. First off, speaking of Snickers ice cream, this is something (laughs) we talked about a couple weeks ago. I don't know, you know, with Japan and the Kabini and, you know, all of their power, you think they would have, like, encountered this in their research into the American market at some point. But, um, yeah. Uh, Matt, um, this looks amazing. I love it. It's almost like, it's like, um, so you got the chocolate on the outside, the ice cream, then you got the chocolate again, and inside Mm -hmm. of that that is that peanut. So you've got these like, this sort of like layers upon layers of goodness going on here. Um, Matt, wow, this looks great. Like you said, reminiscent of the Pinot. Um, but uh, I love yeah oh that sounds so good with that chocolate peanut inside there mm. oh my mm. god mm. Matt this is a winner right here this is a this is an exciting winner and like you said I'm excited to see where this goes in the future oh yeah they could do a lot they could platform this yeah yeah all right man well I'm um, going on to my winner then to close it out here Matt Um sorry this is uh little <laughs> <cool> buddy <laughs> I'm pulling yeah. some skeletons out of the closet. I'm kind of digging up old, you know, <laughs> old buried demons here, Matt. What do we got here? This is the Saku Mochi Melon Pan yeah. with melon cream and melon whip. Yeah. Okay, so if you go back about a month or two, Matt and I had uh, our first kombini courthouse where we debated, is melon pan bad or is melon pan good? I defended, Matt prosecuted, and... Let's be honest, I've won. i won pretty handily by, yeah. the, uh, by the, at least by the votes of our, uh, our Twitter followers. But uh, Matt, even if you are skeptical of melon pan, I think you have to look at this item from Lawson and, and marvel yeah. at it. Um, this is, so this is melon pan. Um, on the outside, you have that sort of like crispy cookie crust. And then on the inside, you have that really fua fua, the really <laughs> soft dough. And normally inside there, that's all you'd have. But um, a lot of times, melon pan, they'll add something in, in there, maybe some cream. This one, Matt, we've got mm. a double whammy. We've got <laughs> melon cream. Mm. You can see that. that. That looks legitimate, some melon cream in there. Mm-hmm. And then that little, with the orange, the orange color in there, and then the slightly, you know, the lighter orange color, that's that melon whip. Um Matt um I know that the melon pan is controversial on this show but I mm-hmm. I just looked at this mm-hmm. item and I thought wow this is good um so I don't know I'll, I'll give you your, what what do you think about this uh this this thing here
1: I got to tell you Mike um I did I did look at this item mm-hmm. not long ago and um mm-hmm. I was impressed by it. I'll say mm. that. This mm. indeed is mm. a sort of next-gen melon pan. Speaking mm. of uh, leveling up here. Now, uh, <laughs> this thing is really stuffed full of melon cream. Uh, it's hard, It's almost like, uh, like a Cadbury egg there. You just oh. crack that thing open and it's just oozing that melon cream yolk. Mm. But yeah, it's also got the whipped cream. You know, I don't know if I would buy it personally because that whack ass cookie crust on a melon mm-hmm. pan, which is a feature, I would describe it as more of a bug. But um, <laughs> no, this this the gosh the the this oozy, oh. luscious looking melon cream in there does look mm-hmm. damn good, and I'm pleased to say this actually does look like a melon. Okay, they they yeah. they did color it green. It is uh, circular and it's got an orange filling because of the melon cream. So uh, Yeah. Yeah, this is this is much closer to a melon than we've seen in the past.
0: Yeah, I actually actually just with what you're saying, I was thinking like if if you were to say like melon pan, what you would hope that it would yeah. be. I feel like this right. is this is what it would be. Um yeah. so uh yeah, maybe they finally uh figured it out here. It only but, took 80 uh, years. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, um That does it for today's show, Matt. Um, A shorter one than normal.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got my favorite segment coming up here. And I'm pretty excited about what you got. Oh, my God. Oh, hold on, hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. All right. Hang on. We got... Hang on, everybody. We got to go to Gemba. Okay? We're on to our favorite segment to close it out. (laughs) This is at the Gemba with Mike. The Gemba, of course, the place where the action happens. Mike, you're... In Japan, where all the action is happening, what do you got for us this week?
0: Yeah, Matt, sorry about that. I tried to sneak away there. Um, Matt, last week we encountered one of the great campaigns we've ever seen. Yeah, we that did. was the Jimoto Frappuccino campaign out of Starbucks. Yeah. And during that segment, we talked about our probably our favorite campaign and probably objectively the greatest campaign in the history of humankind, and that's the Big America campaign <laughs> out of McDonald's where they would release a different state or areas or cities, yeah. burger, yeah. Um, and they just had some of the great like concoctions you've ever seen. And mm. um, Matt, this week, um, because it is the 50th anniversary of McDonald's, um, McDonald's actually came out with their best hits from the past 50 years. Oh, my God. And Matt, I, I got to be honest, I'm a, little, I'm a little sad about this selection for the best hits because I think they could all have been that from the Big America Tour. But what we got, we got the Juicy Chicken Togarashi, the, the spicy uh, Juicy Chicken, the Triple Cheese Burger, which like these two, you know, I don't know. But then, Matt, we've got one. We got a real, we got a legend here, and that's the Texas Burger 2021. Um, and Matt, uh, I got to tell you, this week I had the Texas burger, 2021. And I'm happy to report, Matt. It was yeah. as good as ever. <laughs> they they switched it up a little bit. You can see here. They've got that, that sort of mustard sauce they had before. They got the burger, two slices of cheese. They've got that smoky bacon. And mm-hmm. then they've got that BBQ sauce. Ooh. But Matt, this year what they added... Is some corn tortilla chips mm-hmm. inside there. Mm-hmm. And you might be thinking, like, well, that's kind of weird, but I'm happy to say the corn tortilla chips gave it that extra sort of like Tex Mex, mm. sort of the that corn tortilla flavor inside with that barbecue and the bacon. I gotta say, Matt, I was super, I was super happy. Five stars. It was great to see an old legend. Um, so yeah, I gotta say it was great. Great to have the Texas burger again after all these years.
1: Well, happy to hear that uh, the Texas burger came through. I am surprised at how flimsy this 50-year anniversary campaign is. Um, right? It's almost like they forgot it was their 50-year anniversary until the week before. And they just <laughs> right. had a mad scramble to figure out, hey, what the <laughs> hell can we pull off here in the next three days, everybody? Um, I don't know if I agree with this election. Like, yeah. I mean... Everything should come from the Big America campaign. Just run that campaign again. It's one of the greatest yeah. campaigns of all time. You got the Idaho burger. had yeah. like a whole potato on a, on a yeah. hamburger. Outstanding yeah. work there. You had the California burger, which really made no sense. <laughs> it was just like lettuce. <laughs> you know, just, just repeat that whole campaign. It was, it was so good. In fact, it was so good yeah. they did it twice. There was the Big America right. campaign, too. That's right. Um, so it's good to see at least one of those featured here. But, um, yeah, gosh, even the image here of this kind of middle-aged man staring into a camera, that, that says 50 years at McDonald's. <laughs> He's just like the most generic salary man. This was this was a... Uh, I think somebody's getting fired, Mike, yeah. uh, for getting 50 years at McDonald's. This was a mad scramble here to put up a landing yeah. page and... Just crank out some stuff that's already in the store. It's even like the tortilla chips. Hey, they're probably doing uh, milk runs to the Seven Eleven next door to bag tortilla chips just to uh, add those on top of Burger off. Anyway, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, good to hear Texas Burger is back temporarily. Definitely everybody should go check it out. Yep,
0: yep. All right, Matt. Well, speaking speaking of which, I think maybe in the future, at some point, we should do a retrospective on the Big America, the Big America campaign. Maybe as one of our episodes or something. We should, yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. It's one of the
1: happiest times in my life. Yeah, me too. All right, Matt. Well, hey, okay.
0: We're going to wrap it up for real this time. Um, Matt, uh, so I'm closing. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We want to give a special shout out to everybody who's bought us a chicky, bought us a coffee. That would be Crew of Japan, Jeff Bailey, Anonymous, and of course, Carrie G. Saint Michelle. Uh, thank, thank you all me. so much for supporting the podcast. If you'd like to contribute, um, please visit uh, Coffee slash conveniboys. Ideacoffee.com um, slash conveniboys. That's right. I got to write down that. Um, so, yeah, everybody listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, please share and rate the episode. It helps people find the show. If you're watching on YouTube, hey, everybody. You know, we've reached 100 followers. So happy to have all you, you know, watching us. Um, you know, subscribe and like and definitely uh, share the uh, the channel. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, if you're following us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, we really appreciate it. Um, we're really active on Twitter, so you can keep up to date with us there. Um, and if you have a convenient memory or convenient composition, visit us at www.anchor.com slash conbini boys and leave a message for us um, all right matt another week another great time at the conveni but um, for now i guess i'll see you at the conbini i'll see you at the conveni mike